On today's episode of the Outfielder Podcast, the season is almost here. Spring training is underway and everything is just around the corner. Will MLB be stopped by the coronavirus and will we have fans in stadiums for opening day? Only time will tell, but we'll talk about it here on today's episode. We'll talk a little bit about the Astros spring training experience so far, and we will talk about fantasy baseball camp, a big topic that we're going to breakdown for you guys. It's going to be a great episode. Looking forward to it. Today's show is also brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash SLM. There you can browse the unmatched selection of audiobooks, download a program free, and get started listening. It's that easy. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash SLM to get started now. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Outfielder Podcast, episode 101, brought to you by Sensibly Loud Media. I am your host, J-Mac, a.k.a. founder numero uno, and I'm joined by my co-host, who is in the on-deck circle. Let's see what's going on down there. Ladies and gentlemen, now batting cleanup for the Outfielder Podcast, number three, the great Sam Bino. Good evening, Sam. How you doing, man? I am doing very well. How are you? Doing well, dude. It's uh, a weird time, I feel like. We've got like a week and a half until like, baseball starts. Not a little more than that, actually. About two and a half weeks. And it's not that far. Not. We have a lot We have a lot going on uh, outside of the world of baseball that seems to be drawing everyone's attention away from the fact that baseball is about to start. You know, like a gigantic virus scare, you know, a recession looming, you know, all kinds of good stuff going on out there. Yet, baseball seems to continue on in some form or fashion, I guess we'll see about. It's true. There's, yeah, the virus is big. The economy is um, interesting. And <laughs> baseball's still going on. There's spring training games every day. I haven't watched a single one. Me neither. Not even one. And I had the the... Actually, so I take that back. I watched like a half of the first inning of the Red Sox-Twins game the other day, and I just, every time I look at the Red Sox right now, I just look at them with disgust and turn it off. So they... like, <laughs> like Martin Perez already, dude, he got, he didn't even make it through his first spring training inning. Like the first inning, he didn't even make it through. I was going to ask you who won the inning that you watched. Uh, nobody. Nobody won. <laughs> Fran Mill Reyes? Probably. So, yeah, I, I really haven't watched a ton of it either. And we talked about the, that during last episode where it's just kind of muted right now. And it seems like baseball is trying to keep it that way. I Yeah, I guess. Are they trying to keep it that way, do you think? Feels like it. I'll tell you this. Because? Man, like, at, at this time of year, I'm always seeing way more on my social media timelines and stuff like that. And baseball controls all of that stuff. Fair. So I, it feels that way anyway. I don't know if that's completely, you know, obviously that's probably not a direct science because I've seen plenty, but also not a whole lot. What are they not telling us? I bet Ben has wonderful thoughts mm -hmm. on what they're not telling us. Yes, he's out this week. He'll be back, though, for sure. Because next week we're doing our, we have to do our season prediction episode. Oh, I so look forward to this. Me too. I I don't know if I like doing the predictions more or the, the ret, you know, the when we go back the retro to see how we did. Oh, I should do the work on the retro, but the forward look I always enjoy. And then uh, observing what happened in the last year and then trying to predict similarly strange things. Like, I want to know the number of times that Angel Hernandez is going to be in the piece of shit corner. Oh, yeah. We have Despite to the fact that I control that segment, I, I mean, I will be objective and put him in there only when he deserves it. And it's going to be at least twice, right? We had, we had a bet on this. Easily. Easily. It's like two and a half, really. I mean, it's, <laughs> there's a teetering edge there for sure. Like, you can't take that. You got to have the half game in there somehow. It's got to be either two or three. So, yeah. I mean, that'll certainly be a thing. You know, we'll talk about, like, different show things we want to do just different predictions in general like i want to do some things like i want to predict the the most amount of injuries on a team oh, things like, like dl that. days yeah or the, the dl, days, DL or, days or just general like guys that went down due to injury or i, I don't know something like that I, I you know i i want to do a little bit of research on who has the worst medical staff and then just go from there Ooh, that would be a really uh it's a congruent deep dive on the um 
to the uh, items not allowed in ballparks. It's yes. like, who has X, the most obscure, like best medical team? <laughs> that's it's a really good idea to look into. I don't really like that's a big thing in other sports, but it, I never really hear much about like a medical staff in baseball. Like who runs the most miles during spring training? Ooh, who do you think it would be? It's got to be like Javi Baez or somebody like that. Uh, I was thinking on a team by team basis. Oh, in okay. which case, okay. I'd probably give it to. I want to say maybe like the Cubs or like the Angels. The Angels have um, Cole Calhoun and Mike Trout, and they just are they're in really good shape. Yeah, I'm not buying what the Angels are selling yet. We've talked about that already. <laughs> Just, they need they need to sell a thing before we buy it. Correct. Like we literally, I was listening whenever we were doing episode one hundred last week. I, you know, we were listening back to a bunch of old stuff, and we were having the exact same conversation about the Angels about how oh well, you know, with Otani showing up, they're going to be good this year. Blah 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 blah. And here we are. However, I will <laughs> say they are benefited by the fact that the Astros are going to get murdered by everybody this season. I. Yeah. Okay. So emotionally, they will be destroyed. They will be crying on their penis-shaped pillows or trash can-shaped pillows every <laughs> night. <laughs> but they're still a really good team. Like I think they they will win a lot of games. So first of all, the jokes that have been flying around about their spring training strikeouts and whatnot. There was specifically uh, they were playing the Cardinals the other day, and I think it was Jack Flaherty. So somebody like that struck struck oh, Carlos yeah. Correa out and it was going around and you know of course all the jokes were out like oh well this is what happens when you see a tra- uh, curveball without a trash can bang in the back lid you know things like oh, that no. uh, lots of lots of great brilliant internet things like I sent you the gift the the uh, thing the other day of of I think it was Altuve at the plate and Brett Gardner slamming the bat on the on the top of the dugout like a prick you know yes. uh, there's lots of good stuff going around but like so, like, we're going, I already bought tickets for all of us, so this will be content-type stuff, so we'll talk about this on the show, and Brandon's going with the video camera to film us, but we're going to the very first game where the Astros come to town. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Oh, and buddy, will I be there screaming my dick off at those people. <laughs> <laughs> they will not forget, and I have a feeling, like, this is happening to them in spring training, so it's they're going to get murdered by the time the normal fan goes to to an actual game. I think uh I think you're right. I think they'll get it a lot from especially two two sets of people. Um in division fans, like A's fans are gonna like destroy them. A's fans in my book are the worst. They're basically Oakland Raiders fans. Um not anymore. So they're gonna get a, an earful from the A's fans. That's like a really rowdy group of people. And then um any any other in division rivalry, but also in all interleague games, there's like a very short window for like, I don't know who the, are we playing AL central maybe or NL central this year? Something like that. Yeah. I can't remember what the rotation is. I mean, if they have to like go to the North side of Chicago and play the Cubs for two games, Mm. they are going to destroy them. And there there's like, they have two games to do it in Chicago North side. Like, let's just say hypothetically, those two games are going to be loud. Uh, No doubt about it. And I just I'm I'm making it my business to make sure that it's loud like this is this isn't going away on my part because we talked about this at the top of the show. I'm already miserable enough as it is going into this season and I want to cause some chaos. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going out there and I'm, I'm going to try to make it to one of those games each series because I think they come to Dallas like four times at least. So I, I, I could easily do that. Yeah. So we're definitely going to make that happen. So that's going to be fun. And I, so, I encourage this. What, you, what kind of things are you going to be yelling? Do you have signage in mind or what? Not yet, but I'm going. We will come up with something good. I have some ideas. Okay, good. I will get back to you on this. Yes. There were. Whenever I was looking, I was really surprised that the tickets were kind of around normal price for that game. I thought that a lot of people would be taking that that uh, Friday to go out, you know, off work or whatever, like I am to go out there and boo their boo their asses. So I, I don't I don't know, man. It's gonna be really interesting to see. I was really surprised by that, but that's April tenth, so that comes up really quick too. Comes up quick, but you can drop whatever you're doing any old day and go to the game that day. So right. people will wake up in a couple of weeks and maybe buy some more tickets to see that happen. But for sure. Baseball games are so easy to get into. Do you think that so we talked a little bit about this earlier uh, in the break and everything, just with the cheating scandal, do you think it's the the fanfare of them just getting their 
they're shit crushed by fans. Do you think that boot like that like wears off as the season goes on? It's a long season. There's it a is. lot of games. I mean, it, when they go to like the south side of Chicago and play the White Sox and no one's there, I mean, who's really going to do anything? You know what I mean? It's <laughs> a good point. It's a valid point. <laughs> but I, I think though that like you go to enough new places that at least the first round of everything, like the first time they go to X and Y and you know yes. all those teams, that's where they're going to hear the most shit. And like I'm really conflicted on like what that would be like at Fenway because like I mean, truthfully, nothing. Oh, by the way, the you guys kind of did it too. Kind of, but we don't know that. We don't know anything yeah, we do. yet. We do. We know. No, we, we don't. Do. And also, coronavirus pushed back the report from the commissioner's office. I saw today. Uh, How convenient. convenient! Yeah, convenient to say the <laughs> least. They're not going to deliver <laughs> shit. They would have delivered it before the season started if they were going to do that. They will get lit up at Fenway. They will get lit up in the Bronx. Oh my dude! The Yankees fans. I told you, like right when this broke, that the Yankees fans are the most mad about this. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, they suck. Yeah, well, and the Aaron, fans suck. I mean, and now you got Aaron Judge out for you know the foreseeable future with a broken rib so seems like gary sanchez is spending some time out as well yeah so it that they're gonna have an interesting season because didn't luis severino go down as well yeah he just have tommy john dude that stinks i love luis severino too god sanchez has lower back issues he'll be fine mm, maybe because he's too heavy yes that's definitely an issue so lots have been going on though just kind of around the league we'll just kind of bounce around like big things has happened i saw that speaking of the astros that verlander got shut down due to a lat strain today i mean he's like that age like he's gonna start dealing with stuff like that was he, it a lat thing i thought i heard tricep is it both it or says did I... due to lat strain is what it says oh. on mlb rumors so okay but they may not have known exactly where it was you know, centered or whatever, whenever they were looking at it originally. Yeah, bummer. Uh, I, re I like Verlander. I obviously don't like the Astros, but um, never like to see a guy who's like a real workhorse who's also really good get hurt like that. See, to me, okay, so Verlander for me is one of those guys that I feel like I want to like, but he makes it really fucking hard. Oh. So, like, for instance, like, he went on that whole big soapbox about cheating and stuff when he was on a fucking cheating team like i he knew it was all going on so like i don't you know or like he went on that whole soapbox about uh domestic violence and stuff like that but he didn't seem to have any problem with his team signing roberto asuna you know like he's kind of full of shit and I, that's what i really hate about him the most that and i've seen his dick that's kind of weird too yeah i mean that's a problem i mean that's yeah i know at least i mean uh, i don't know it's nothing makes that better to, to be honest with you but I just he's just one of those people that's just a blowhard. And it's like you look at Mad Bum, at least he's out doing the rodeo for real. Yep. You know, I mean, like he backs his shit up. Like, I, I think that guy would kill me if he ever, you know, got the urge to actually murder me for some reason. He has regular strength and old man strength, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. I do. It took me a second to really get there. But now I, I really see what you're saying. Do you think, though? Let's get to this rodeo thing for a second. I mean, what an unbelievable story, right? Yeah. So Madison Bumgarner, essentially pitcher for the Diamondbacks now, which is kind of crazy to think about, but pitcher for the Diamondbacks, he uh, has been participating in rodeos all summer under some like weird ass name too. I I mean we've we've talked about him at nauseum on this show because he dated a a girl named Madison Bumgarner. He what was the other? Oh he. He's killed a rattlesnake to save a bunny. So now he's on the Diamondbacks. <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds about right. But like, he's just a hard ass in general. I mean, doesn't that seem like that'd be some sort of con uh, contract violation? Oh, absolutely. That's why people like Derek Holland say they tripped on their labradoodle when, and broke their knee instead of playing <laughs> hockey, which is what happens. Right. Like, that seems like a big no-no, especially when you just signed a three-year deal with a team. Yeah. Well, these sorts of behaviors are encouraged in the state of Arizona, I'm led to believe. That's a good point. But so I guess the maybe the loophole there, though, was that he wasn't under contract until that time. Oh, that could be true. That could be very true. He just seems like someone that really wouldn't give a shit about something like that. <laughs> so it's like the second he's out from under his contract in San Francisco, he goes and does a bunch of rodeos and like dirt bikes and shit. And then Science under contract, probably not. 
Yeah, and then signs with the Diamondbacks. I mean, this didn't come up in any other offseason. No, it didn't. So, I don't know. I mean, that's got to be what it is, right? I mean, good for him, though, right? If you liked something a lot that was quasi-dangerous and you're out of contract, I'm going to go do the thing I like. Uh, I'm with you, but it's a little bit <laughs> a little bit strange to use another name, I think. Like, I get... <laughs> well, I Madison know. Bumgarner doesn't really inspire faith in the rodeo-going crowd, I must say. He probably <laughs> went by Clint. Isn't that kind of the point, though? Yeah, very yeah. unsuspecting. I don't really know how rodeo works or how it's scored or anything like that, but I do know that that seems like it could be an advantage. Minus seventy rodeo points for a name that is a woman's name. Ooh, I think that we look it up. Mm, is that how we're going to start measuring things? Is in Madison Bumgarner's? <laughs> we could. <laughs> I think that'd be good. I think we yeah. got to come up with some way that we're going to measure things this year. Yeah, we'll we'll come up with a new quantitative measure that's completely objective and not quantifiable. No, yeah, I think that's that's pretty good. Uh, do you want to know the name that he used? Uh, yeah, I do. Mason Saunders. Oh man, that's good. That's it, a good one. It's pretty good, right? It's I I don't know. It seems like it's and apparently there I don't know. There's some weird situation going on with it with. There was another guy named Jackson Tucker that he's writing with. Now, that sounds like a rodeo name. Mason's pretty good, too. It is. I don't know anything about rodeos, but I know that that is a drop where you have to bark for later. Um, I mean, there's there's no more than six letters allowed in your first name. This is absolutely true. It, it's Yeah, it's definitely a rule. So, a strange story, nonetheless. I know Ben Baseball is going to be sad that we didn't talk about this. Dude, this Christian Yelich extension might be a steal and a half. 200 mil it's uh seven years 188 million so uh, about 14 so it okay so it was so he was already under a club control option for 2020 and then a 14 million dollar club control option for 2021 so that's when like the arbitration years get into it okay and they basically just took his because i guess those salaries came under his Okay, so I guess he had signed, like, how old is Christian Yelich? Because he signed a seven-year deal before this. He, oof, So they see. must be buying out the last two years of his deal. I thought he was younger than that, though. Uh, we don't have to wonder about anything on the internet. We do not. He is 28 years old. I would not have pegged that, to be honest with you. No, because he looks like he's 24. Right. Um, but anyway, so he, they basically bought out the last three years of that deal where he would have been a free agent in 2022 and just replaced it, which I like that baseball does a lot. No other sport does that. Uh, and you don't have, I mean, it's easy to do that when you don't have a salary cap, but it's nice to, to see that. Is that enough for him? No, it's definitely not. Right. Right. What is his, what, like he, seven years seems right. So I would do seven on this guy. That means, easy. <clears throat> Hmm. Yeah, they can move over to first or something if they really needed to. Yeah, I mean, it does take you up to, like, age 35. So, I mean, you're obviously paying for years you're probably not going to get. Yeah, he'll move over to the AL in no time. Well, not for another seven years. We know that. <laughs> what would he be worth? Seven years? I'd probably go, I like, think at least 250. Yeah, 220. I would have given him 250 easy, I think. 220 is a good number, too. I mean, the 188 they gave him is an even better number. I mean, I mean, how much does it really make? What difference does it make at that point? Well, it's all about paying for the value of your skill. And if you're the best at the best, then it is what the market says it is. Whether that's fair or not are two different things. But sure. We'll, uh, you know, we'll see. Like, I, so, like, this has been a, an interesting trend, though, because we've seen a lot of, like, now, this is usually more on like a younger guy type deal, but we've seen a lot of these Ozzy Albi, Acuna type deals where it's like getting younger guys locked up early. Yeah, they did it with um, Luis Robert, too, and on the White Sox. Mm, yes. Also, Yoan Mankata extended the other day. Same kind of yes. thing. Yeah, should, they, like should, they should be better, right? Yes, they should. The White Sox should be better. They picked up a lot of pitching this year. They they might be okay. I don't... It's, it's, They're not going to be great. Don't it's worry. the exact Angels thing, dude. Just... Show me one time. Just please show me one time. I'm begging you. <laughs> White Sox can't do it. I wonder if, like, okay, so how many games did they win last year? Do we know? Let's take a look at the old baseball reference here real quick. 
So last year they won. How many games do you think they won? Let me ask you that one. The White Sox? Yes. Plus or minus uh, 80? Plus. Minus. They won 72 games. <laughs> so like That's not a lot of games. It's not a lot of games. No. And, I mean, Minnesota ran away with the division, but the rest of it was Cleveland, Kansas City, and Detroit. All were garbage. Uh, yeah. I didn't even consider the automatic year shitty AL Central card. The AL Central is very akin to the NL uh, West. Just a yes. bunch of shitty teams and a couple of good ones. Yeah, there's just no Dodgers of the AL Central right now. I guess the Twins are that for the next couple of years. Their envelope is a, maybe this year, next year, and then that's it. No doubt about it. Like, that window's going to slam shut on them <laughs> big time, and it's not going to be pretty what it does. But they, it seems like the way they've built that team is that they know that. Uh, they scored a lot of runs last year, and they gave up a lot of runs last year. They, I mean, they were a good team. Yeah, they sure were. They really ran into a buzzsaw that was the Yankees, that's for sure. Oh, my God. They didn't stand a chance. No. And they, they didn't win a game, right? I I think that's right. That's yeah. rough, man. And I don't, like, Cleveland, to me, and we'll get into more of this next week, but Cleveland, to me, has got to have a pretty regressive year here, I would think. I Yeah, I think they take another step back. Well... Yeah, they, they need to get this Lind uh, Lindor deal done, though. They can't let afford to let him walk, I would say. I agree. I think, uh, didn't they pick up uh, Franmil Reyes, or is that the... Yeah, they did. Cause they, he's good. You know what, who I'm speaking of that, involving that trade, that I'm shocked that nobody's signed is Puig. Is he not signed? No. What? I would love for the Red Sox to do that, just for the fun Oh, my of God. It. Just I, bring well, it on. Yeah. You know, the Rangers <laughs> should pick him up. We need an outfielder now. That's true. Well, that is true. Let me see if there's any, uh, like, I think I looked into this maybe on, like, early weekend. I didn't see a whole lot of, like, even just talk in general of anybody that's thinking about looking at him. He's a mean, liability, man. Everybody hates him. But it's like a minimum deal. Do they, though? I don't know that that's true. It is. Is it? Okay. I, he's a bad. He's not good for a clubhouse. A lot of managers hate him. I know that. I don't know that a lot of, I've never really heard anybody say anything specifically negative about him. Isn't he like an AJ Pierzynski where like you, you like him on your team, but otherwise he's a piece of shit. Oh, absolutely. And that is the best way to sum up AJ Pierzynski. So the, sorry, the reason I brought up the Rangers potentially, I, I think needing to go for Puig is because Willie Calhoun got hit in the face with a, a pitch during spring training, broke his jaw. That was so bad looking. I didn't watch it and I'm not sure I will. Don't, don't. Why, but, why, why are players not always wearing the face guard thing? This is exactly what I hope you'd bring up. Like, this is a no-brainer. They've got the plastic things. They're not, I mean, every other season, no, even every season, someone's getting hit in the face with a fastball, be it spring training or regular season, and they're breaking their jaw, and they're, like, out of commission. And you know what that does psychologically to you. You're scared to be at the plate. I think it even took Stanton a while to get back into the swing of things. It definitely But did. there's more, more and more every year you see these guys wearing the the integrated face mask part of the helmet. This is a no brainer. And I'll say it here. We said it here first that the two seasons ago, they'd get rid of the exposed fasteners on those last season. What do we see? No fasteners at all. Thank None. you very much. Yep. Boom. One of our best calls that we've ever come <laughs> up with. <laughs> Besides, uh, <laughs> what was it? As Cabrera and Odubel Herrera oh. ended up on the same team. That was unbelievable. You called that thing in like May, and that was a trade deadline situation. I was <laughs> leaping up and up and down whenever that happened. Yeah, but uh, poor Willie Calhoun. I think this is the only truly unknown quantity on the Rangers roster with huge potential upside at the plate. Mm -hmm. And if we're thinking about a team that we know is going to struggle to score runs, that guy's now potentially out of commission outright for a while and probably not himself for at least three months at the plate. But so maybe look into Puig. I don't know. I, I I told you, man, like I would have a problem with it. And like you probably I think with the veteran leadership that the Rangers have specifically, I think you could probably stomach a guy like that. Maybe so. It would be new fun. stadium. Yeah, dude, it would be fun. That's for sure. I mean, just platoon the guy if you really have to. I mean, he's like it's not like he's invaluable. I think the most frustrating part about him is he could be so much better if he just would focus on his game. Right. He's got a cannon. He can platoon offensively or defensively. It would go well. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't know, man. I think it's something that more teams should be looking at, but I bet you we see starting. But I don't know why you wouldn't want to try to take him into camp and try to, you know, get him into shape and all that. 
Yeah, I agree. I'm on board with this plan. Uh, the Red Sox could use him too. I think there's a number of great places that he could go. Yeah, dude, um, because that whole uh, financial flexibility spot in the outfield is really making me feel great about going into the year, I'll tell you. Oh, man, that joke was so good. <sighs> so annoying, dude. Um, so speaking of that, and we'll, I don't want to get, like I said, I don't want to get too far into all that, but Chris Sale, dude, that whole situation, like that guy just needs to have Tommy John surgery. Wasn't it a matter of time? I mean, I'm surprised yes. he's lasted this long without. He's so skinny. Have, did How did he get this far without elbow in- issues? Did you see the pictures of him in spring training? Did I send those to you? When, after mm. he, because he had had pneumonia for like a week and a half. Oh my god, did he lose even more weight? <laughs> yes, dude. Let me find this picture for you. It's unbelievable. Um, <laughs> it, it is. It's almost sickening looking. It really is. And I just, with that whole situation, it's like they signed him to that huge contract. That was obviously a mistake. And I, I mean, it is what it is. Like you got to do shit like that from time to time. And that, it, I mean, I guess you do, don't, but you do. And for what they are and what they're going to be, you may as well just deal with it. But it definitely stinks. I, he's incredibly aggressive and one of the best pitchers I've ever seen when healthy. But I mean, he's just not healthy. Yeah, it's really sad. I mean, he's probably one of the last few good things going for the Red Sox, for especially sure. in the pitching department. Uh, dude, whenever you, real quick sidebar from that, whenever you search Chris Sale skinny camp, there is an unbelievable amount of terrifyingly skinny looking pictures of him pitching. Um, anyway, I'll find it later. I'll send it to you. But Man, like, it's just one of those things, like... Oh, boy. Yeah, it's not great looking. <laughs> so, like, that guy's going to fall apart at any second. Uh, oh glad that we shipped our, our one of our aces out of town, man. That seemed like it really, really helped things. Yeah, uh, Devers still, that's he's going to be good. He'll be there for the future, I think. They just signed Colin McHugh to be one of their starters. I mean... So, I don't know. I don't remember if... I told you this, but, like, that's a real Rangers move yes, in my mind. you did say That's that. a low floor, high ceiling, low cost, low risk acquisition. And honestly surprised they weren't doing that stuff before. It's almost like someone said, hey, you guys know you suck, right? And then they like panic bot Colin McHugh. <laughs> right. Like that's what it feels like. And this guy like walks into town and starts talking about the Astros whole thing. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Like, in, you just signed a minor con- a minor's contract. Yeah, like, why are you the spokesman of this team all of a sudden? Like, shut the fuck up. And it just, it's a goddamn crash course for catastrophe. And you guys are going to see it front row. And, like, this is what exactly what I talked about. The highs are highs and the lows stink, you know? And yeah, it's just one of those things. And But it's just such a shame because they're going to shit all over Benintendi and he's going to walk and, you know. Do you think so? Well, I mean... They're not going to be good for the next few years, and why would he have any incentive to be there? We don't know what's going to happen at the trade deadline. Mm, I, uh, we'll see. I don't I think they, they would move him in a trade, but I'm just saying I could see him walking on them. Because I could see him walking. I could see them shipping him away for a buttload of talent god. at the deadline. Oh my god, dude! Well, uh, you got the ring. That's I mean, do you I ever know it sucks. Take though. a step back, and you're like, we just won a couple of years ago. They could have also won like three with that core. Well, they didn't. Exactly. Because they chose that. I don't. That, <laughs> it's just terrible, dude. It really is. What it comes down to is money and, and billionaires not wanting to spend money. And it sucks, but it is what it is, you know? Um, but anyway, so we'll see how all that plays out. We'll see, like, I don't know. I, I really don't know how many games they're going to win. I see, like, a weird scenario where it's like they somehow prattle off, like, 85 wins or something like That's that. That's where I have them. Yeah. Or that. They're just going to win like 72 games and be the White Sox. Mm, no, they'll be better than that. Mm, I don't know, they man. They play that, the Orioles a bunch, remember. But their pitching staff is horrific. So It's true. They it's don't, true. I mean, they don't have Chris Sale. They don't have David Price. They don't have Rick Porcello. Like, those guys are all gone. They've got Matt Barnes uh, as a long reliever. I know you're excited about that. Matt Barnes got undue credit from you all last season for no reason. Go look at the points, buddy. Go look at the what, points. What points? The po- the fantasy points he scored me. Uh, whatever. That's all I care about. I don't care about players when we're playing fantasy baseball. Anyway, fantasy baseball, by the way, coming back. All right. Oh, so yes. I want to get into something that I ran upon this week. And oh, so I haven't told, like, 
you, before I go into this, I mean, I haven't told you anything about this other than I have a good one, right? It's true. You just kept saying, I can't wait to tell you about this thing. I don't know. I know not even what the concept. I don't know the realm. I, I don't know shit. Correct. So that's perfect. So, that's exactly what okay. I was looking for here. So I'll, I'll paint you the picture of how I got here, first of all. So okay. I was... The other day, I went to look at the Red Sox schedule because I wanted to see specifically when they come to town. And I went to look at their schedule, and I went to ML, their MLB.com site. And essentially, on the very front page, there was an ad for Red Sox Fantasy Baseball Camp. Red Sox Fantasy Baseball Camp. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't know what that means, but okay. Exactly. Piqued my interest for sure. And, you know, me, we haven't really talked about it much on this show, but me being a father soon makes me want to, like, look into things like that for my kid later. Not necessarily to send him to Red Sox camp or anything, but, you know, like, just baseball, you know, all that stuff and whatnot. We know you will indoctrinate him with Red Sox oh, everything. So yeah, I mean, come don't on. act like that didn't. You weren't like, oh, I can't wait for my kid to go there. Well, based on what I'm going to tell you, though, I don't. You know, we'll we'll get into that. I I just think that you might have a different uh, mindset here with that. So anyway, so I so I click on this link. Turns out, this fantasy baseball camp is for. People 25 to 45. What? And so I was like, no way. And so, like, first of all, I want to preface this with saying, I wouldn't be caught dead doing something like this. This is where, like, athlete's foot and alcoholism go to die. Correct. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get it. There's some specifics I want to get into, but... I started looking about looking at this around the league because I was like, what other teams have this? And what? Actually, all but six teams have this. I was stunned. Uh which six, do you know? Yep. So uh do you want me to go through who has them or who doesn't? Who doesn't would be shorter list. Well, so yes, but I was gonna say, why don't we go through them and why don't you guess whether you think they have them or not? Uh, okay, I'm on board with this. Okay, okay. So Philly. Yes. Okay. Miami. Yes. Incorrect. Fuck. That doesn't surprise me for whatever reason. It just doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the Yankees. Yes. Obviously. Tampa Bay. No. Correct. Minnesota. Yes. Baltimore. Yes. Toronto. Yes. St. Louis. Yes. Detroit. Yes. Houston. No. Correct. That one. Oh, boy. That was like eight in a row. It was. That one surprised me for sure. It's not a big baseball town. That's a good point. But it's still like some of these aren't either. All right. Mets. Yes. Boston. Yes. Obviously. Atlanta. No. They do. Ooh, okay. That would be fun to get in, go to, and I'll tell you why here in a minute. Oh, boy. Washington. Um, no. Correct. Uh, Pittsburgh? Yes. Sandy? Yes. Rangers? Yes. Incorrect. No Which, Rangers. I was surprised by that one. I think, based on the trajectory of this conversation, I'm going to be very pleased about this. You are. Um <laughs> So there's only one other that doesn't have it. I won't make you guess all of them, and that's the Angels, which I was actually kind of surprised about too. So that's three AL West teams. Yeah. I didn't even, Hmm. I guess, think about like the divisions and all that, but I don't think it really works out that way. I'll look at it later. But anyway, so... They're all hot places. For sure. And so to kind of set the context, though, these all happen at spring training. Okay, so you're at, you're in Surprise or wherever the fuck they are in Florida. Correct. Yeah, like the Grapefruit League is kind of like all over the place. Okay. Um, for instance, like the Diamondbacks have you going down to their like team facility and you're, so you're essentially going down there. It's like 
usually like the very early January time, like around the 5th through the 11th, right around that time is what, where these all kind of fall. So it's definitely before spring training starts. Okay. And like I said, dude, like I wouldn't be caught dead doing something like this. Like not in a million years would I do something like this. And I'll tell you why. The price tag on these. Oh, boy. Should I guess? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Are there packages? So there are packages, yes, but let's let's go baseline price tag of baseline. where it all starts. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, well, hold on. Let me tell you what you get first. Should, like, do you want to know what you get yeah. so you can kind of? Okay, yeah, that'll help. Okay, so let me ask you. Let's do it this way. What team do you want to know what you get? Yankees. Yankees. Okay, let me pull it up here because it's gonna be the most ostentatious and pretty expensive. <laughs> I'm shocked that this is a thing. Comes but, with a turtle outfit. <laughs> and how to be an asshole for dummies. All right. So there's a couple of these, but so there's a there's a men's fantasy camp, a women's mini fantasy camp, which seems not equitable. And then there's a family fantasy clinic. Okay. That sounds like cultish. It's it's definitely odd. All right, but let's just say that we're choosing like the the fantasy camp, the original one we talked about, all right? Male so, twenty five to forty five. Yes. Gross. So you have so with the Yankees you get a pinstripe jersey and pant, blue uh batting practice top, a t-shirt and fleece or a jacket and a belt and socks. So basically a uniform. Oof. Okay? You okay. get in like so it's it's got this under category. So big league experiences, you have professional trainers, experienced clubhouse staff, certain uh, certified umpires for each game. And this this came up at every one of them. And I just, it makes me laugh every time I see it in writing, is kangaroo court. What? Which is a great ba baseball tradition, but like, I don't know why you, this it seemed to be a theme that was in every one of these. Okay, that's strange. It is. That's so, a line item. the daily schedule is <laughs> scheduled double headers, Tuesday through Friday. Whoa. Dude, Ten, I don't. That's eight games. Correct. Like <laughs> two each day. Like I don't know that I could go out there and play one full game. To be honest with you. Okay. We'll get into it though. We'll get into that. All right. So then you have souvenirs that you leave with, like just some memorabilia, some camp apparel, a team photo. Um, you have hotel accommodations at the camp hotel, double occupancy. Uh, transportation to and from the airport is included. Charter bus transportation to and from the fields daily. And a family bus apparently is every morning, but that doesn't matter. All right. Meals throughout the week. Welcome reception, daily breakfast and lunch at the ballpark, socials, and I guess there's an awards ceremony. Oh, my God. Okay. And then I guess there's a, a camp reunion at Yankee Stadium the following summer. Whoa. How much? What's, what's your price tag on this? That's the baseline package. That's the baseline package. And that's relatively similar until we get into things like Cincinnati, which we'll talk about in a moment. So that's a week of baseball provided by the Yankees with well, fake fans. No airfare, though, remember, to get there. No airfare, but a full uniform hotel in New York. Going to the, Are you going to the stadium? No, sorry, it's at spring training, so Correct. down in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, are you playing on the real fields or just one of the spring training fields? This one isn't specific, but I'm assuming it's like on the main, like one of the main spring training fields. If it's one of the main spring training games, it's probably more. The little practice fields are like no better than what you'd see at high school, especially in Arizona. Uh, okay. I'm going to say that starts at 2350. Hmm. Okay. 2350. So it's about double that. Oh boy. Yeah. It's 5200 for the Yankees. Oh man. Um the best part about this is they have pros that are going to show up or whatever, right? And okay. it's all like people that played like and this isn't just fan, uh Yankees, this is like all of them, but it's all people that have played like one year for that team, you know, kind of thing and they're like, "Hey, we'll uh you know, spot you some extra cash to come down here and Hang out with the boys, you know, <laughs> from the internet, right? Like it's kind of weird, but they have the you know below is a list of Hall of Famers, All Stars, and former players who have all in capital letters have attended the fantasy camp before. So you've got a lot of names like uh, you know Jake Gibbs, 
you know, Tommy John, which I hope that's not the real Tommy John. I think that guy's no. got to be dead. Daryl Strawberry. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> one I recognize. David Wells. <laughs> yeah, I know that one. Like just some like, you know, really, uh, I don't know, just not just lower tier guys. But what do you expect from something like this? Right. Uh, so I have a, a question. When if I go to the Yankees thing, does that mean that also the Rays are there and like the Yankees team is going to play the Rays team in fantasy real baseball? Hmm. Or is it like the, all the Yankees people are going to play games together and then like all the Cardinals people are going to play together? That, that's what I think. That sucks. That it should be what I said. <laughs> yes. Agreed. <laughs> Actually, I should write that on my desk at work. Yeah. <laughs> That sucks. It should be what I said. Correct. Um, and so when I, I looked into the, so originally I looked into the Red Sox one. And so like, it's pretty much all the same stuff, except for with the one for the Red Sox, you get eight days, seven nights. Um, <laughs> so you get personalized home and road Red Sox uniforms, Red Sox warm up items and other gear. So in that case, you get two uniforms. That's a lot. That's a lot. And, you also get like so and i'm sure that the yankees have some form of this but you get like your locker you know for the day or whatever with your name plate on it you know the I, i'm sure they do it nice and it's fine right um the eight the eight seven inning games though that are double headers seems like a lot to me that is a lot for a 43 year old plumber who just got like a bonus check or whatever correct and so i'm glad you say that because <laughs> Is there a plumber package? No, there's not. But we'll get we'll get into the packages in a moment. But there's a shortened game in JetBlue Park, which is their like you know training facility. It's like Fenway South or whatever, against the pro team. And Why the, would they do that? Do you imagine standing up at the plate trying to take a fucking gas pitch from Chris Sale? <laughs> oh my God, David Wells was a pitcher, right? He was yeah. huge. How, how much does he weigh now? Do you think? Oh God, a lot. I'm sure. He's got to be up there. But oh my god! I just love the notion. The pros, but like that's very generic because the single A team could be the pro team. Yeah. So like, what's the point though? No one's winning there. No, I, I'm a hundred percent with you. You can't like. It's not like soccer. Where you're like, oh, I missed, and you scored a goal. It's like you have to hit a pitch really, really well to get on base. Right. So like, I, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's just the thrill of. You know, having, you know, I don't know, whoever Whatever. pitch against you. Uh, if it were now, if there was a cooler of beer there and we we're playing like a beer league game with the pros, I'm in on that. Okay. Glad you're here. So, <laughs> this keeps getting better. <laughs> so there's happy hour at the ballpark at the conclusion of each day, unlimited food and beverages. Oh, man. So this is where you're starting to sell me a little bit now, though. Right. Because again, like just having some beers with the boys. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just hanging out with the fellas. Um, now, I, I do wonder, is there like a Tommy John package type thing where you can go like, you know, after you've thrown your shoulder out after, you know, inning three, can you just still hang out and drink all the beer and eat all the food? I would imagine. I think that'd be good. I think that's probably good. What happens if you get injured and you need a Tommy John? I mean, apparently there are trainers on staff here. I mean, Tommy John is there. Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> um. So there's the happy hour thing. They have social events, all that, whatever, right? So there's a great frequently asked questions. Oh, yes. I know <laughs> what one of them is for sure. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> this killed me. <laughs> this absolutely killed me. So this leads off. First question. I haven't touched a baseball in 30 years, and I'm afraid I will make a fool of myself. <laughs> there you go. That is one of them. This is the single biggest concern we have amongst new campers. We can't stress enough that there's no prerequisite for experience, talent, or physical prowess. The camp is meant to be fun, and we have campers of all ages and abilities. We only require that you enjoy the game of baseball. So can I just tell you what my guess question is? Yes. Are there professional scouts there? I think I could make the team. Mm, no, that is not one of the questions, <laughs> uh, but that is an incredible question that should be on this actually they're all thinking it in the back of their mind i guarantee it 100 percent. but i also think that it's one of those things where if you're good enough they'll be there right so you know but you know they're thinking it daryl will tell the the camp leader 
Yeah, exactly. Do most people attend with a friend or attend on their own? So we have a great mix of attendees, blah, 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 coworkers, father-son combinations. See, that's where it loses me, though. Like, I, I know a lot of people our age right around that could probably still go out there and throw the hell out of a baseball. Maybe not consistently, but like... You know, according to our new commercial that's about to come out, like we're not great at it, but that's not the point. You weren't bad, but you know, my it, form is good. Your form is great. So, like, I just I would worry about the age gap there because there are ones like this one starts, I think, at thirty two and goes to forty three, something like that. But like, there are ones that go down to like twenty one. Yeah, I mean, the age range there is not like conducive to this happening right you have to have a 43 year old dad and a 21 year old son like the the kid the guy was 22 when he had a kid let's just do the math here right and it just it's one of those things where not a lot of that Nah, I'm, i'm good on all that i think i'm all set there so this got me wondering about other teams and what they do and et cetera et cetera when i stumbled across the cincinnati reds do you think that this this experience is going to be considerably worse? Do I think it's going to be considerably worse? That, so does the Yankees uh, situation that you just outlined represent like somewhat average, normal? I would say that the Red Sox and Yankees won like kind of like both of those are probably kind of the premier ones. <clears throat> Although the I, Yankees one's more expensive. I mean, at face value, I think the Reds are terrible and Cincinnati is a poopy state. Yes. Or sorry, Ohio is a poopy state and Cincinnati is the home to spaghetti covered in chili. Yes. Uh, with a, a, a hint of cinnamon. Gross. So they call it skyline chili. Don't eat it. Don't uh, I would it. think the Reds is really bad. It's not that good. So it's the Reds are 4850 for the week. Okay. So lot. that includes uniform with the white pants, the red and white or the red slash white top that they have, the undershirt, the belt, the socks, the cap. Oh, please tell me that Pete Rose is involved. Oh, man, I wish. Well, he's not allowed in baseball at all. Well, this isn't baseball. This This is is baseball. (laughs) I'm looking at this on MLB's website. Um, So you have eight days and seven nights at the hotel. Same thing, double occupancy. But they also put, just like the rookies. So, you know, there's that. How exciting. Just like the rookies? I guess all crammed into the hotel. Ew. I don't know. That's strange. Is it like major league where there's bunk beds and you're like in a barracks, basically? I mean, this just sounds like I'm going to get coronavirus. That's what this sounds like. And or athlete's foot. Yes. Uh, I The athlete's foot should be on every one of these because you're definitely getting athlete's foot at this place. I'd rather have the virus. I, I agree with you. Um, so you have daily instruction and coaching on game fundamentals from former Reds major leaguers. Okay. I'm gonna, some good Reds, some good Reds players that could be there. There's some interesting <laughs> Reds players that could be there. That is that is true. Um, <laughs> and the thing is, like, you're actually playing more games in the compact amount of time. So you have three double headers, and then you have another game the last day. Okay. Which I mean, I guess if you're paying this kind of money to go to fantasy baseball camp, you're getting you're getting you want to play baseball like that's a given right like yes yeah you're going to play that's the core of this workflow and it's not like it's one of those things where it's like basketball where you can go to the park and play a pickup game or go up to la fitness and you know no, you need a real team you need yeah, a whole you need, other team to play against you literally need 18 people <laughs> it's you know it's <laughs> tough to just throw the boys together um you know so i kind of get it from that standpoint so you're i mean obviously it's a lot of baseball um but one of the questions when I was looking at the frequently asked questions part of the Reds, which, oh, no. all right, so whenever I look at things like this, I, I try to look at it through a couple of different filters. And one of the filters I try to look at is, does this need to be said? And if oh. and typically it usually does if it's being said specifically. I love where this is going. All right. So frequently asked question for the Reds, is a portion of fantasy baseball camp tax deductible? What? <laughs> Yes. Make sure to put this on your return. So it says a portion of each registration may be tax deductible. But like what? Like who thinks like, oh, I'm doing this for my taxes. Right. I love for the same reason that you like looking at FAQs. The the flip side of what you said is or what you said was, does it need to be asked? 
If yes, then good. If no, but it is listed, you have to think why. Well, right. Why is this listed? Like this has obviously come up before. Yeah, like a lot. (laughs) Yeah, like more than once. That's kind of my point. So, oh my god, is, yeah. yeah, this is uh, this is job training uh. <laughs> at its finest. So, yeah, they do, they do recommend speaking with a tax advisor, though. Holy shit! Did they link you to like H and R Block or something? Do I keep the uniform with my taxes? Is that how that works? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's so odd. Oh, no. um, so, there's more baseball here, but it's all. Like all the lodging, all of pretty much everything is on your own for the Reds, but you're still paying almost the same amount of money, which seems hmm. very off kilter. I figured that this was going to be one of those things, like the whole what's allowed in every stadium thing that we came up with, like how odd some of the things were that are not allowed in stadiums. But like, yeah, this is pretty uniform across the board standard, except for them for some reason. So you looked at all the teams. A, a good here. portion of them. I didn't look at all of them, but you know, I looked at a good portion of them. So the red why? Did they have like really good ex pros or something? I don't know, man. Um uh, another that is not that nice. No, definitely not. I think though, so I know I, I know exactly one Reds fan, but he's a diehard Reds fan. Like you gotta be. You I know one. Be. I could ask him too. Yeah. But dude, you gotta look at so I'm gonna send you the Phillies one right now and i want you to take a look at all these old people at this thing and you know i'm not trying to uh you know i'm not trying to say that i'm above this but i'm above this okay so take a look at that i I just sent to you in slack um i do love that the phillies have at least taken the time to brand this properly what i don't love is their website that seems to be very old they spelled fantasy with a PH. Well, right. That's their whole thing. Ugh. And also, you've heard about the whole thing with the Fanatic, right? I've heard some things about the Fanatic. We'll close out by talking about that here in a minute. Um, oh, no. Yeah, these pictures are not great, though. And they don't, do, they don't sell a whole lot of you know, situations here. So the Phillies, though, have this broken out for the player experience, which is you know for men and women ages 30 plus. Yeah. So I'm okay with that more because at least it's 30 plus, right? Yes. Now Jinx this, Tome. I know, pretty good, right? Yeah. Um, the other package they have, which I actually love this, and I have actually been talking about this as a business idea for a very long time, but you have the general manager experience where you kind of oh, role play man. a GM. Now that would be awesome. That would be a lot of fun. I don't need to pay someone though. Like you can go volunteer at a rec league and be a manager for sure but i think this would be one of those things of like going out and like going and sitting with a scout like doing like a you know like it looks like like post-game interviews stuff like that like kind of getting down in the weeds of it all i guess oh man john crook is on the phillies squad that would be a lot of fun the phillies might have some of the best known players on here yeah oh man okay i i'm on board with playing with these guys but you know they're not there every day Sorry, this is stupid. They got me. I, I love it, though. I think it's uh, it's an unbelievable thing that I can't believe really exists. And it's funny because there was an old episode of Seinfeld where they were just there was like some throwaway line where they were talking about Kramer being at fantasy baseball camp. And I remember thinking like, and you know, of course, the line is like, oh, well, you know, what kind of adult goes to fantasy baseball camp? And I, so then I just kind of always in my mind had, had it ingrained. That's a thing for kids. Yeah. This is not a thing for kids, and it's way more popular than it seems like we know about. I would love to see some of the videos from this. I can't say I wouldn't go if it were free. Like, if somebody sent me, someone's like, hey, I got you a package for Rangers Fantasy Baseball game. I'd be like, all right. Yeah. I'll go. Dude, I don't, I wouldn't, I, I don't think there's a team that I would turn down to go to if, if the listeners feel like, you know, donating to a GoFundMe to send mm-hmm. us to Fantasy Baseball camp. The teams that don't have teams are the one. Oh, that's right. The Rangers can do it. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, I wouldn't want to go to Miami. I actually wouldn't want to go to Tampa, but Tampa has one. They don't have one. Or that they Tampa did. No, they do not. So no Florida teams, no Texas teams. Right. No Florida, no Texas. Right. Correct. Yes. Um, I would think Atlanta's would be pretty cool. 
Atlanta's would be cool if they could get Chipper or some of the other more prominent guys out there. That'd be fun. I mean, those guys seem to be just like hanging around regardless. I think they did that and they were good back in the day. True. I, I like that. So another part of one of the packages that I kind of saw throughout is a bring your spouse package. Okay. So first of all, not just no. having beers with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> In bed by 830. That's Got right. A big day tomorrow. And like they were very uh, specific to say that this is not like a playing spot. This is just a support type of thing. But like sure. I can't imagine dragging my wife to this. Could you? <laughs> Absolutely not. Like we do well to get them to go to games with us. And and they like it. They enjoy it. But like they're not going to fantasy baseball camp with us for a this, week, I don't think. Th- this is really taking it up fanhood up to eleven, and we're not that won't fly. Fanhood up to eleven and also the trust level down to like two. Right. I mean, this is a lot of money we're talking about. A lot of money. <laughs> it's like a lot. I just would never imagine dragging her through something like that. And I just I, I don't I, I just I don't I, I have a hard time putting myself in the mindset because I think this is so stupid and like, you know. So like what what is the overlap of socioeconomic status and need? Like who has so much money that they can blow five grand on this, but also need to blow five grand on this? Like you need to have a lot of money to say five grand doesn't matter, but you could definitely do better than this, right? So I agree with you, and that's how you and I would think about it, but I think, sadly, that's not how the people that go to this probably think about it. Yeah, probably not. I mean, if I had five grand like that to spare, I'd be like, hmm, let me uh, buy a, a fun car to work on as a project or something. Right, or why don't we go to like five or six different baseball games all yeah. around the eastern seaboard, something like that. You know, like, like that's the thing about this, too, is like you're getting... I mean, it seems like they're trying to create the experience and all that, and that's good for baseball, and I get all that, but, like, this just doesn't do anything to ingrain new fans, and that's kind of the... I would just... I would have thought that... uh, That's kind of the problem, because I would have thought that it would have been focused more on the kids. I really would have. This is definitely a look backwards. That's a really good point. It's not a look forwards. Yeah. And I know that, like... Like, I know specifically the Rangers do stuff with kids and they have their own thing and all that. And I'm sure every other team does in some form or fashion. But it, it was really odd when this when I pulled up MLB's uh, or like the Red Sox MLB website, you know, like their like domain off of MLB.com. And this was the first thing that came up. And this thing just passed like a like a month and a half, two months ago. So I, very this odd. has already happened. That's incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, we got to get on the wait list for next year. So we got plenty of time to raise the money. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Would it be better for all of us to go to the same one or for you, me and Ben to go to different ones? (laughs) That is a much harder question than it seems to be, because obviously we all need to be together, but obviously we all need to have different experiences. Oh, well, we would have to take a camera guy each with us. And I mean, that's then we're going together. Yeah, we'd have to go together. That'd be, that'd be hilarious, though. Maybe Pittsburgh. Ooh, so Pittsburgh's was actually pretty good too. They they have like a a pretty good like a solid like, you know, you kind of get a lot for what you're doing because they are like a smaller market team, I guess. Love and a good bang for buck. I, I'm all about it, but still kind of the same price. They're all right around that five grand range, though. That's so. just that's a lot of mortgage. It really is. I was really happy I stumbled upon this though. Oh, yeah. Nice work. This is incredible, incredible research work. I love that, like, MLB has all these, like, little Easter eggs that we continue to find. Yes. Yes. I can't wait to see what's going to happen in the new season, man. It's going to be a blast. It's like, it's hard for me to determine whether we should go and seek out those Easter eggs now before they're cut out of the URL. No. Or try and find one for later. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. But I also like how they come to us pretty naturally. Like, we stumble across these things pretty, you know. It's true. And that, that kind of helps the spontaneity of it. So, Well, right. what, I'm, what I'm gathering from this is you saw an ad for Fantasy Camp. Yeah. Odd. And is that because you Googled Fantasy Baseball how-to so many times that that showed up as an ad because you're scared of fantasy baseball season yeah i'm not i'm not scared of fantasy baseball season whatsoever okay just so. you know just checking in yeah. on you no i appreciate it i'm glad you are i'm glad you are all right well i think we're gonna go ahead and wrap things up we would remind everyone to follow us on social media that's at sensibly loud 
on Instagram and on Twitter. Make sure to follow us on Facebook as well at Sensibly Loud Media. We will be back next week with the predictions episode. Jimmy Midtown will be here, so can't wait for that. Ben Baseball will be back. We'll get everything together. Hopefully Ben uses the right spreadsheet this time. It'll be a good time, man. I can't wait. It's always a good time of the year. So we want to thank everyone for tuning in for episode 101 of the Outfielder Podcast. We'd like to thank all of our fans, Sensibly Loud Media, our sponsors, and those with the sharp eye to keep the runners close. Grounds crew, please keep patrolling that outfield. Big ups to Kevin Towers. Don't text and drive. And we'll see you right back here next time on the Outfielder Podcast. Tony Gwynn.